What's up, Hokie Nation, and welcome into this very special edition of TSL Today. We're here at ACC Tip-Off here in Uptown Charlotte, North Carolina, and we're still covering the Hokies and their day on the men's side of things here in the Queen City. But got a little bit of a special opportunity that we had to do a little bit of an episode of our own, and that's sitting down with former Virginia Tech men's basketball head coach Seth Greenberg, who is currently an analyst with ESPN College Basketball. So we got an opportunity to sit down with Coach, talk about his time with the Hokies, fondest memories in Blacksburg, as well as this year's Virginia Tech team in 2023-24. That's all coming up next on TSL Today. So thrilled to be joined by former Virginia Tech head men's basketball coach and current ESPN college basketball analyst Seth Greenberg here on TSL Today. Coach, thank you so, so much for your time. And I want to start off with this. You were back in Blacksburg recently to see Malcolm Delaney get inducted into the Virginia Tech Sports Hall of Fame. What was that experience like to see that take place in person? Well, I've been really proud of my guys. I mean, Xavier Nadell was into the Hall of Fame. Jamon Gordon's been in the Hall of Fame. And then Malcolm is the most recent member of the Hall of Fame. And, uh, it's, I'm proud because those guys made a tremendous investment and bought into Virginia Tech basketball when it wasn't fashionable, when we didn't have a practice facility, when we weren't winning games. Uh, I took over a program that had had a winning game in, I think, six years. In our first year, we make the Ace, uh, Big East tournament. Jamon and Zabian, as freshmen, uh, played at a high level. So anytime you can go celebrate one of your former players' successes, uh, it's 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 a real honor and uh, great people. All three of those guys graduated. All three of them were great representatives of Virginia Tech. All three of those guys won a ton of games, uh, but just really proud of it. It was great to be back. Great shit. had a chance to spend time with Coach Young, who I have so much respect for. But really happy for Malcolm because if you look at his career, he had an incredible career. Uh, part of huge wins. Uh, made plays for himself, made plays for other, got to the free throw line, played with a toughness and an edge. Uh, so it was, it, was, it was a great night. I, it was a crazy time of the year. My daughter was getting married the next week, but I was not going to miss seeing him being inducted into the Hall of Fame. What are some of your fondest memories from your time in Blacksburg, would you say? I've got a ton. I always tell people I had nine great years and one bad week. Uh, you know, we took over a program that hadn't won in the Big East, never been to the Big East tournament first year. We go and you know, we win a game in the Big East Tournament. Uh, you know, we won at West Virginia. We beat Georgetown twice. Uh, it was a great year. Then we go into the ACC. We're picked for last again like we were in the Big East. And we go 8-8. Eight and eight And, you know, we beat Duke uh, in an incredible game with against, you know, J.J. Redick. That team goes on to go to the NCAA Tournament two years later. Wins a game in the NCAA Tournament with Jamon and Zabian and Coleman and that crew. Incredibly proud of that group. And then we take another group of freshmen, Jeff Allen, Malcolm, and those guys. And their first year, they win 11 games in the ACC. And they go on in a four-year stretch uh, to get three buys in the ACC tournament. Three out of four years, they get a buy in the ACC tournament. It's incredible. So I have so many fond memories, but it's really about the players, the guys that made sacrifices and bought into our vision when it was not uh, fashionable to buy into our vision. Uh, we had a five-year stretch at Virginia Tech where we were the third winningest program in the ACC. That's Duke, Carolina, and Virginia Tech. When, when we came into the league, people didn't think we were 
good enough to be in the league and shouldn't have been in the league. So too many great memories. My two daughters are graduates of Virginia Tech, uh, which I'm really proud of. Uh, we loved every bit of our experience there except for the last last week. So uh, nothing but fond memories, great friendships, and a group of players that I absolutely appreciate. If your bosses at ESPN approached you about calling the game at Virginia Tech, what would you say? Oh, I would love to do it. I'd love to come back. I'm a big Mike Young fan, uh, and I'd love to do a game back there. Uh, like I said, we have so many fond memories. Uh, you know, one thing, you know, when it first happened, uh, look, there surely just human nature, there is some bitterness and justified bitterness, to be totally truthful. Uh, but... Uh, I am incredibly proud of what we accomplished at, at Virginia Tech. That packed castle wasn't packed the day I took that job. It was packed for the next nine years. The, the expectation that is, surrounds Virginia Tech, there was no expectation. It was created with Jamon Gordon, Zabin Adele, Coleman Collins, Deron Washington, A.D. Visayo, Malcolm Delaney, Jeff Allen, uh, and Drell Eddy and those teams. So uh, I'm incredibly proud of what we accomplished, disappointed uh, that maybe we didn't get in the tournament more, certain things in your control, certain things out of your control. Disappointed I didn't get a chance to coach Montrez and Dorian, Finney Smith and those guys as sophomores. Uh, I always said I thought that freshman class would have been very similar to Jamon and Zabian if given another year. But I'm, I'm extremely proud of what we were able to do, graduating everyone but one player over our time there, packing the castle, creating an expectation and an energy. And uh, with, with, at times, maybe not the a same support that maybe the other programs in the league were getting. You were talking about the crowd at Castle Coliseum. Castle Guard originated when you were the head coach at Virginia Tech. What do you remember about the origins of Castle Guard? And, What's it like to see what it has grown into at Castle? Yeah, Castle Guard was interesting. When I got there, I met with a group of student leaders, and uh, they approached me about the concept to some extent, and I was all in. I was all in, and to the point where I used to do scouting reports a day to game in, 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 in the cafeteria on campus, and, uh, you know, I, I appreciated them. We embraced them. I would send emails to the, that group. Uh, you know, it was, I looked at Virginia Tech, I saw the environment in football, and I said, wait a second, you know, enter the Sandman, the ownership, the passion, the energy, we can create that at Virginia Tech. And that was my goal, to get ownership from the student body. To do that, we had to reach out and immerse ourselves in the student body. And, uh, you know, I, I started that, it's a great day to be a Hokie, and, and some of the other things that we did with the students. And, uh, you know, invaluable and to see what it is now very deservedly so for what they're doing right now uh seeing the castle packed it's the best home court in the acc and that excludes cameron indoor stadium and uh it's just a great home court great environment and there's great ownership and passion for virginia tech from within when you when you're building a program you got to be able to create your geographic footprint and then you've got to win your community, and that what I mean by that is you've got to get ownership in the people that are living on that campus, and we were able to do that, and part of it was winning. I mean, people forget now. I think we won our last five home games that first year. Uh, 
in the Big East. Uh, then we went into the ACC, and like I said, we were 8-8 eight eight the first year. We won 10, 11, 12 games you know, during the course of the period, and uh, the fans proved they're not just football fans, they're just Virginia Tech fans. And you know, I, I forever appreciate the ownership and the, and the relationship that I had with our student body. Looking back to then, what were some of your favorite places to eat in Blacksburg? Oh, I don't know. That's, uh, you know, so many varied places. Some places probably aren't still in existence, like Sal's was a place that we went that obviously is no longer. You know, Bull and Bones we would take our recruits to uh, a lot. Uh, Poor Billy's, I don't think that's even in existence anymore. That was, you know, a lot of fun. Uh, You know, we we enjoyed our time in in Blacksburg because when you were home, you were home. And... uh, you say what you want. I, I love my guys, and uh, you know I, I was driven. You're not going to win at Virginia Tech when when the way the program was when we took over. If you're not driven, and I wanted people to share our vision, and we made that vision become a reality, and for that we're really proud of. Looking at this year's team, what do you expect from the Hokies in 2023-24? I like their team. I think they can be an upper third team in the ACC. Uh, obviously, starts in the backcourt. I know everyone's losing their mind about Rodney Rice. I'm, I'd rather talk about MJ Collins, who I want watch practice, who I'm a big fan of. Obviously, Sean and, and Hunter are terrific. Uh, I think Robbie Behrens and Makai Long will be good additions. Maturity, shot making, uh, understanding what it takes to win. You know, they're going to have to get some good play in their front court. They're going to have, you know, they have rim protection, but they're going to have to get a little bit of scoring. Mike's a terrific coach. Uh, he knows they got to improve defensively. I think they will improve defensively. It's become a priority for him. So uh, they can score the ball. They got a great home court. They've got older players. Uh, I can see an upper third finish in the ACC. As a coach, if you were preparing for Virginia Tech, how do you think you would prepare to play the Hokies? You better be pretty disciplined defensively for all those actions. You got to do a great job if you're going to switch communicating. Uh, you've got to do a good job of being solid in terms of keeping the game in front and contesting shots and limiting them to one shot and you're going to have to compete i I believe this year they'll be back to being more physical defensively you better compete offensively against what's going to be i think a very physical defense but you know big things obviously it's easy to say keep sean out of the lane run hunter off the three-point line you know deal with the physicality defensively don't let other guys beat you don't let a lynn kid become a hero don't let potato become a hero but, you know, that sounds good. But, you know, it's going to start with you've got to have discipline defending their actions. Uh, that's really, really important because what they do and the speed in which they do it uh, really challenges your defensive principles. For Virginia Tech to get back to the NCAA tournament, what's the number one thing they have to do in your mind? Got to get some play from the front court and they got to defend, plain and simple. I mean, that's two things. But they got to check people and, they got, and they've got to – you don't gonna get a ton, but those guys have got to, you know, play off dump offs, play off curls and pocket passes, get to the offensive glass, get them some easy baskets. Coach, thank you so so much for your time. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. One of my favorite things I have ever had the opportunity to do here at Tech Sideline. That was Seth Greenberg, former head coach of Virginia Tech men's basketball. I'm Carter Hill, and thanks for tuning in to this edition of TSL Today.